Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Morning, Alan. All good there, yeah? How are things with you, Francis? Good. Well, we're a bit, a bit blown away and washed out, just like yourself. Over the weekend, a very wet and windy weekend out here, but no emergencies that I know of, thanks be to God. So you were actually down in the west, were you down in Kerry direction over the weekend, Francis? Oh, no, I was in Kent, yeah. I, was down, I'm, I live in Kenmare. I was home for the weekend, which was nice. Okay. But the weather was... You couldn't even get out for a walk, it was so bad. Well, now, I, there's a lot of interest in your new offering, which is a book. It's a new book called Age is Just a Number, and it's it's down That's under it. a number of categories. So, is it true? Let's look at the, the title first off. Is age just a number? Absolutely. Because if I if someone said to me last week, um, what age do you think you are, Francis? And I said, hmm, probably 48, 50. So that's where I am in the head. I, I, I'm not, a, I'm certainly not, I'm 70 now. Oh, you're the first man I spoke to publicly this morning, and I'm 70 today. So, uh, but I, I feel no different than yesterday. Well, let me be the first one, and I'm sure if the listeners want to uh, say good morning to you and wish you a happy birthday, 70 today. So we have the birthday, you're our birthday boy on the Monday morning edition of the Morning Mix. So, to brighten so, up the week, how are you? So how do you feel at 70? Because I, I, I recently turned 65 and I ran 65 runs in a row, and my plan is for the same organisation, if God spares me to run 70 runs at the age of 70, what are you going to do for your 70th birthday? Am I going to? Well, I had the family. We had a family surprise party last Sunday, so I, I I walked into that in Dublin out of complete innocence, thinking I was going to do something else. So that was nice. So we're not uh, doing anything major today because I'm on the road. We're, we're filming at your service starting tomorrow, so I have to get on the road later on in the day to be ready for that tomorrow. Right. And you popped up on the way we were on our television screens recently. Did you enjoy oh, yeah, that? that? I did actually. That's very. It's interesting the way they do that. You know, I I went to the and I spoke for two hours they prompt you with an, um, a heading and you just chat away on that chat away on that then when they put it all together it really comes together very quick and yeah. as a programme it's very watchful because it moves along and yeah. it's great to see all the old style stuff you know yeah, well, I found out, and delighted to find out, that the executive producer of that programme is a Wexford man, Warren Myler from Hill Street and Wexford, so well done to Warren. Now let's get yeah. on to your book. It's your, your first, right. is it your first book uh, writing about ageing? Uh, and what was the process of pulling it all together, Francis? Yeah, well, well, actually, the process was today, the 17th birthday, because I knew it was coming up, as well as says you can't deny that you have a birthday. And uh, myself and Gail were speaking about another book, and I said, what about something to go with the 17th birthday? And they thought that was a great idea. And then that was during the pandemic now, so it's on the go for me quite some time. Um, so we put it together over the last couple of years, and uh, the result is published last Monday, a week today. And uh, it's uh, moving along nicely, yeah. the bookstores, I believe. And uh, the whole thing was to hang it on the fact that I was 70. Okay, I mean, what tips would you give to people to keep their natural zest as they get older? Because the, the yeah. headings, there's nine headings in the book, and I'll go down through some of them and let you talk about them. But uh, on this Monday morning, 20 past 10, if somebody has just woken up and they've just recently retired or they're not feeling in the best of form, how would you put a bit of Francis Brennan's zest into them? Because you're full of it. Okay, yeah, well now, waking up 20 past 10, it starts there. Alan, you need yeah. to go up a little bit earlier. <laughs> yeah, that's because, fair Yeah, because oftentimes the bed is the, the, the go-to, like, I'll stay in bed, I'll stay in bed. When, in fact, you could get up and you could do all sorts of things. Like, particularly when you're working in a job and you have surrounding friends in the job and you maybe go out a night once or, night, once or twice a week with them and all the rest. When that ends, when you retire, you have to be prepared to fill in the blanks with other things. And that means that you have to be aware of the fact that you're going to be on your own if you live on your own from 70, the day you're 70. 
together and join a Madison club, a book club, a cinema club, whatever it might be. Mm. You need to broaden your horizons beyond the workplace. So that is the most important. Thing. They're not left on your own on a Monday morning in the bed at 20 past 10 when you could have been out maybe playing golf or maybe joining a walking club or even yeah. going to 10 o'clock mass and a cup of tea afterwards with the girls. You yeah. know, so that's, that's, it's your own, you, you need to take um, charge of your own situation. So what is a, 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 an opportune time to rise then around half eight, nine o'clock, what do you think? Yeah, I know, I know some people retired are up at seven o'clock. Yeah, no, well, I mean, you should be out of bed at nine o'clock anyway, definitely, because you, might, you, you should be up and out and join the sun. We have sunshine here this morning now, uh, loads of wind, plus sunshine. So it's lovely and bright in the morning time, so does your heart when you get home early and be up and about. Now, a lot of things in your book could be very helpful to people of all ages, not just people who are heading into uh, retirement. D- do you think that your book will be beneficial for young people as well? Yeah, yeah very much so. I mean, I, I have chapters there and, and um, I got help from uh, financial people in so far as you should be thinking of your pension, not when you're 64 or 63. You need to be thinking of well in advance and the pension. Luckily, luckily enough, I believe, the government are bringing in um, their entire um, pensions from next year for everybody which I think is a good idea because the state pension whereas it's not bad as the state pension goes worldwide we're, we're very much up there with the, the best of them um, you do, if you want to live a lifestyle like what you're living in while you're working you need to have a substantial income and the pension will give you that if you're yeah. paid well enough in advance and also if you're a top, top per, um, taxpayer at 40% you're saving 40% for every pound you, spend, you save into your pension okay. Um, you also have a sense of reality. There's a chapter which I read in detail because as you get a bit older, you do become aware of your own mortality and the chapter is called Going Home and you quote Benjamin Franklin, in this world nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. Yes. So can, can you share with us, what, what is your view on this and the preparation for the inevitable and how do you sort of live your life and not become too morbid thinking about it? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a couple of things you can do. Of course, you can you can write out all your death wishes insofar as how where you want to be buried, how you want to be buried in a wicker coffin or a wood coffin or whatever you might want. And there's another thing you can do at that stage of life that is that the, what you consider to be your changing time in life, like in the sixties to seventies, you could do an insuring power of attorney, which is people think it's a will. It's not a will. It's a you go, it's a solicitor based operation as such. And you identify in that that if you become ill or dementia or unable to look after yourself, that you've somebody designated in family or a close friend or whomever to look after your finances and deal with uh, hospitals and the doctors and and homes or whatever else you would need to be uh, involved in. And that's a very good thing to do. Uh, Earlier, you can do it any time, but you mean you could have a car crash in the morning and end up with a brain injury and not not be able to look after yourself. So an enduring power of attorney is something that I think people should consider. Yeah, I actually, I'm just chuckling to myself earlier this morning because I watched an an episode of Keeping Up Appearances with my wife last night, uh, Hyacinth on board the QE2. And I'm not saying I would compare you to Hyacinth uh, Bucket or Bouquet now, uh, Francis, but I thought about you and your wonderful travel show. I know you're bringing back at your service. Are you going travelling again? Because they were brilliant shows. I really enjoyed them. Yeah, no, people enjoy those, right. I, um, what to call it, there's no plan for anything this year anyway, Alan, because... Yeah. Um, RT rights are, are, are still conscious of COVID. If we were on a bus in Canada with 12 or 18 people as your crew and, and, and the guests, 
yeah. and one of us got COVID, we'd all have to be quarantined. So it's just a bit dangerous at the moment. Right. So there has there has there is no plan for this year, but hopefully, yeah, um, in the future we'll come back because they were very popular. And have you any plans to bring out your service to Wexford, or can you not let the cat out of the bag in that one um, just yet? I know we're we're we have we have we're doing four one hour shows this year. We have them all picked, and none of them are in Wexford. Nothing right. personal about that. We've been there a good few times. You over have here. indeed. I know. I met you. I met you in several places uh, on your travels. Yeah. Now t- to round off our conversation with you this morning, and what is a, a hectic seventieth birthday? Uh, great to talk to the birthday boy. You're the birthday boy today, Francis. Uh, Twenty top tips for growing old gracefully and with joy. We don't have time for all twenty of them. Pick a few for us. Francis, what are they? Well, um, well, hope is always something that you can get for free. So, for that, it'd be grateful for what you've had. Don't, don't when you look back, I think perhaps for a lot, most of the Irish people would have had a fairly okay life compared to others. So, be grateful for that. Okay, um, keep keep learning. Never stop learning. It's absolutely essential. And keep in touch with the next generation, your niece and nephews, if you have any like that, because they're the lifeblood of the future, and it's great to keep in touch with them. So if you do those three things, you'll be doing fine. Thank you so much for linking in with us. The book is available in all good bookstores. It's called uh, uh, The Age is Just a Number, and Make the Best of Every Decade, and that comes from Francis Brennan. Enjoy your birthday Thanks, today, Francis. Good morning to you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.